of Bishop Eddie Fabian edifies, exhorts, and comforts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabian pastors the Christ Our Savior Cathedral of the megachurch of Wasi, off the Nanavongo Road. His weekly Sunday services and turning point services on Friday are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He is also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now, here's the Bishop, Eddie Fabian. Amen. Right, we want to take our memory verse for this morning and then we'll be moving on. Can we take the memory verse for today? Right. Let's all read it together. Ready, go. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other abounded. Second Thessalonians chapter, chapter 1, 1 verse 3. 3. Wow. Wow. What a verse. Wow. We are thanking God because your faith is growing. How many believe that your faith is growing? Yeah. So we are thanking God for you every day that your faith is growing. Amen. Amen. Somebody say my faith is growing. Say my faith is growing. It's a confession that you are making and it's coming to pass in your life. Say my faith is growing. Amen. Amen. And then the charity also or your love for one another is also abounding. Wow. Wow. So say my faith is growing. And my love is abounding. My faith is growing. And my love is abounding. That shall be your testimony. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Because, because He is good. And His mercies shall endure. Because, because, because He is good. Every sign, oh yeah, oh na na do, yeah, oh every sign, every sign, every sign, oh yeah, yes you yeah, na na do, yeah, oh. Oh, 
Worship the Lord. Bless the Lord this morning. Oh, every sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Do you believe it? Somebody lift up your voice and just worship the Lord this morning. Just bless the Lord. Bless him this morning. Oh yes, he has been good. He's good. His mercies endure forever. Bless him and thank him this morning. Worship him. Thank him for his goodness. Thank him that you are alive. Thank him that in spite of coronavirus, you are still alive today. You are well. You are in the presence of the Lord. It's a good time to thank God and bless him. We worship you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We give you thanks, O God. Lord, we welcome your presence. We welcome your presence in our midst, O God. Have your way today. Let your will be done, Lord. We give you thanks. We give you praise, Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to thank you and bless you this morning. What a joy, what a privilege it is to come into your presence. There's no place I'd rather be than to be in your house. But David said it's better, a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. How true that is. This morning as we come, Lord, we pray that no one will leave your presence the same. Touch every life, touch every heart. Speak to us, O oh God. Let the entrance of your word bring light and life to us. Let the sick be healed. Let the confused find direction. Let the hopeless be encouraged today. We thank you. We bind every work of the devil. Satan, lose your hold over God's people. In the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody shouted, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I thought we had a testimony. Or you said we had a testimony. So, is it still coming on? After. Alright. Okay. Beautiful. Um, listen, if you have a testimony, you need to share it. Okay. The testimony... The miracle is for you. 
but the testimony is for all of us. Yeah. Tell somebody the miracle is for you. But the testimony is for all of us. So make sure that if the Lord has blessed you and given you a testimony, come and share it. Amen. Amen. Well, this morning, just for a few minutes, about 10, 15 minutes, I want to go back to this book, Make Yourselves Saviors of Men. Hallelujah. We said that this man is our month of honor and evangelism. And so we are also sharing these things just to stir us up because sometimes we forget that this is what we have been called to. Yeah. You know the um, the leader of the Salvation Army, General Booth, he had uh, he sent a letter one time, a telegram to his uh, pastors. And the telegram contained only one word and the word was others. Others. Amen. That is the most important thing in this life. No It's all about others. Paul wrote to the Philippians in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 4. He said, Philippians 2 4. The Bible says that if you can put it right there, it said that let no man, it said what, let not every man, what is that? Let not every man on his own things, okay, but let every man also on the things of others. Then verse 5 says that let this mind be in you. Which was also in Christ Jesus. So the mind that Jesus had, those of you outside, are you with me? The mind that Jesus had was a mind of others. That is why he came down from heaven to come and die for you and I. Wow. And that is why all of us must have the same mind. If we say we are followers of Jesus Christ, then every one of us must think about others. Somebody say others. So, William Booth, why did he write this? Because he had a vision. And in the vision, he saw something like um, a lake of fire. And there were a lot of people in the lake. They were burning. And they were calling for help. And nobody was helping them. Then he saw a certain figure. He believes it must be the Lord. That came into the thing and started saving people. So taking some of the people out. And putting them like let's say on the seashore kind of thing. And putting some out. Then, as he was doing it, the thing the people were a lot. So he was hoping that those that he has put there, they will help him to bring others out. But when the people got there, they started having parties 
they started drinking and boozing and they did not help the man who was helping the people so he saw that others need help but many people will not help others amen Amen. Amen. And that is why we started last week preaching about the commission, the great commission according to Matthew. Hallelujah. Amen. And we read from Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18 to 20 where Jesus said to the disciples, all power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. Amen. Amen. Now, these were important words that Jesus spoke to the disciples. Those were his last words. And that is why all of them talked about it. So today we are also going to look at Mark, what Mark also said. So today, briefly, I'm preaching on the great the great commission according to the gospel of Mark. Wow. Mark chapter 16 verse 14 I'm reading from verse 14 to verse 20 Mark 16 from verse 14 to 20 Afterward he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen verse 15 and he said unto them go ye into all the world as the choir was singing, go into the well and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16. 16. Quickly flow with me. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. 18. Quickly. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Amen. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. 19, 19. Please, we are going to 20, so flow with me. So then, after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere. And the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now you can see that Mark.
has also written something just similar to what G, uh, uh, Matthew wrote. I want to say that we have copies of this book. Where is it? Yes. Oh, please bring it. Copies of this book, 50 Ghana cities. Please get a copy if you need one. Anybody who needs one, just wave your hand. They will bring it to you. Those books are not with me. It was with you last week. So if you don't have it, I don't know where you have it. Ask somebody. Because I don't think it's with me. Yeah. Now, listen. Mark also just wrote the same thing. And Mark was saying, this time, Peter, last week's own, Matthew talked about they standing at the mountain. But this one in verse 14, it said they were sitting down at the table eating. And then Jesus said the same thing again. Wow. So the word can be preached at any time. You may be at the mountain, the word can be preached. You may be eating also, the word can be preached to you. Wow. <laughs> One day a man of God, um, Jesse Duplantis, I'm sure some of you know him. He shared his testimony. He said he was at a, 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 a dinner or lunch with some friends. And uh, he had ordered the food. I think fried rice or I don't know what he had ordered. But just when the food came to him, he heard a voice saying to him that he should leave the food and go to his room. He said, just go to his room. He didn't know what it was. But the, the voice said, leave the food and go to your room. I wonder how many of us, when you are eating and a word comes, you will even hear that you will be enjoying the fried rice so much that you will hear the voice of God. What a shock! What a shock! But he said he got up. Oh, sorry. And he left the food. The people said, Ah, where are you going? He said, I'm coming. He said, Finish your food. He said, I'm coming. He left to his room. He said, When he reached his room, he didn't know what to do. So he just decided that he would pray. He said, As he was kneeling down to pray, his eyes fell on the clock in the room. Clock upon it, and he saw that the time was 1 p.m. He said before his knees could touch the ground, his spirit was taken out of his body. Before he saw he was in heaven. He was walking in heaven. Hey! Hey! May you visit heaven one of these days and come back. Yeah, some, some of you don't want to say amen because they say, I'm not ready to die now. Amen. You will visit heaven and come back. <laughs> but he went up to heaven. heaven. He saw people. He said he saw Adam. He saw David. He saw all these Adam people. David. Hey, hey, may you go for excursion in heaven and come back. Heaven, Nebra. And come and tell us what things are Nebra. there. In the name of Jesus. But so many things happened. But he said one of the things was that he met with Jesus. And Jesus was, he said it was like he was preaching. He looked very kind of fierce as like he was preaching. He could hear him. And he was telling him 
go and tell the people I am coming soon. And he said, Oh, if you know Jesse Duplantis, he's a very funny man. He was just joking. He said, Oh, we know that you are coming soon. And he said, Jesus, the, the look on his face was very angry. He said, They don't know. They don't know. Go and tell them. And he said, immediately an angel escorted him out of the presence of God. And then he saw that he was back into his body. He said, when he lifted up his eyes and looked at the clock, it was 6 p.m. He had been caught up to heaven for five hours. Hey, hey, you have a visit to heaven and back. But the vision he shared for me was very powerful. That even though the church is saying Jesus is coming soon, I don't think we believe it. That is why we live our lives the way we live, and that is why we are not preaching the gospel. The first point I want you to know because I realize I have five minutes left. The first point I want you to know is that the Great Commission is to go. Jesus said, Go, go, go. These were his last words. And these words have been disobeyed by a large percentage of the church. That's what Bishop Dark says here. Now, Jesus said, Go. Of going is staying. The exact opposite of going somewhere is settling down. The is establishing somewhere else. And I think that's what the church is doing. We are establishing ourselves more. As we have to rise up and go and preach, we are rather establishing ourselves. And we are not thinking about other people. Amen. People are establishing themselves in their businesses. People are establishing themselves in their marriages. People are establishing themselves in their homes. And nobody is thinking about other souls. And that is why on a Saturday, when we have to go and preach the gospel, many people are perishing. You will not come. There is very work, very little evangelism, and very little church planting. The church cannot be moved anywhere. Nobody can be told to do anything. It's like, listen, just leave me. I'm just coming. If you have gotten me to come here on Sunday, take it like that. Nobody appreciates what Jesus has done for you. Sorry,
You don't like my message. You are very quiet. I told you to shout and preach. 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 <laughs> what is the greater characteristic of the present day church? It is a church of pleasant feelings, pleasant meetings, pleasant songs, pleasant conferences, pleasant prospects, pleasant things, parties. These are people who are not going anywhere. These are not people that want to go anywhere. Amen. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8 Isaiah had a vision and in the vision he heard the voice of God speaking he said I heard the voice of the Lord saying whom shall I send and who will go Isaiah heard this voice many years ago and I came to tell you today the same voice is speaking and is asking who will I send and even who will go who can I send and hear the answer that Isaiah gave I don't think today's church we are giving these answers then said I, here am I, send me. How many in the church today are saying, here am I, send me. A lot of people are saying, here am I, but send them. As the next person, what bishop is saying, is it true or not? Ask for the answer from the person. Ask may, your brother. Maybe what I'm preaching, I'm just coming from another place. But is it not true? Here I am, So don't let me go. Empty handed. Oh, don't let me go. Don't let me go. Oh. So don't let me go empty hand. That is the church, the, the song the church is singing today. But nobody says, Here I am, oh, so send me to preach the gospel. That one nobody will say. Everybody say, ah, Don't let me go empty handed. Ah, you are not clapping because you don't know. Everybody say, give me, give me. My name is Jimmy. But nobody say, here am I. Send me. And that is why the gospel today is not preached. Oh, but something is changing in the church. Number two, the great commission is a commission to specifically preach the gospel. Go back to that scripture in, 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 in Mark 16, verse 15. He said, Go ye into all the and preach the gospel. We must have people who can preach the gospel. Last week, Matthew said, Go and teach. Teaching is different from preaching. 
Now, teaching builds people up, but preaching gives the gospel out to people. Ah. I don't know when I'm talking to somebody here. We need the preaching. We need the teaching. That is why we have the lay schools and the new believer schools and the fruitful believer school to build you up. But we need the other side of going to preach. Oh, I don't know what I'm preaching to somebody here. It is not happening because the people don't have the good news, the gospel, the gospel. God is good and pearl is the news. So gospel, good news, we need to have it and preach it. This is the best news. I remember many years ago when we were in Sunday school. We used to have something we say, good news, Christ died, died, died for me and you. you. How many of you went to Sunday school? Sunday school. Good news. Good news. Christ died for me. Oh, you say it. Good news. Christ died for me and you. That is it. And no, no, no. But today we are changing the good news. Today the good news is I receive a car. Today the good news is I have a husband. Today the good news is I have money in my bank account. You don't like the message I'm The church today has lost it. This is good news. When we were growing up, we were taught good news is Christ died for me and you. We need to tell people about the gospel of Jesus. We need to tell them about the power of the blood to set them free. Amen. And that is why when people come to the church, they don't feel that power. They don't enjoy it. So they go away and they don't see that we need to tell others about what Christ has done for me. What will make all these young ladies be in church? I remember many years ago, I will not be sitting in church. I will go because my mother will say, let's go. But I didn't want to go. I wanted to party. We go for jamming. We go for all these things. But one day I met a man called Jesus. Somebody preached the gospel to me. When I heard the gospel, I said, listen, I cannot continue this way. I changed my life. First year university. Young man who has come. There was something called October Rush. Going to look for the girls <laughs> at, at the ladies' hall. We were just moving. Looking. Looking. But I remember when we went for lectures, one of our mates 
One of our mates, he just class before the lecturer came. And he said, Can I share with you my quiet time? And people were like, But he preached. The guy preached. When he finished, I felt a conviction in my spirit. I said, I'll give my life to Christ. Right in front of my mates. Two of us, we lifted up our hands. My friend Kofi, Nadam for Kofi, Odum, Odum, and myself, and a bishop. Just the two of us. So many of us in the lecture hall, we lifted up our hands and we went to the front. I, I, I don't know, but today, Kofi is an elder in Church of Pentecost, and I'm also a bishop. Hey, I tell you, the preaching of the gospel it does a lot of things. If that brother had not preached, you will not see me standing here today. There are people, there are many other bishops who must rise up and preach. But because you are not preaching, those people are not being saved. Yes, when Billy Graham was saved at the age of 11, Billy Graham at the crusade, when the man of God preached, he was the only one, small boy, 11 years, who gave his life to Christ. Even the man, when he saw the little boy, he was discouraged. He said, ah, all this crusade we have done, only this small boy. You have no idea. Whether it's a small boy, whether it's a big boy, whoever it is, something is working out. Billy Graham grew up to become the greatest evangelist of all time. Billy Graham, all the souls that Billy Graham won, that man had shares in those souls because he preached the gospel and Billy Graham gave his life to Christ. Who is the next Billy Graham who must be saved that you are sitting down and not preaching to that person? Many people don't even know what to say when we go. What got you to be saved? That is all you must share. I remember when we were growing up, we used to have something called the four spiritual laws. Number one, Romans 3.23 All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 And so because of that, Romans 6.23 The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. 6.23 so everybody has sinned, and because of that, we are going to pay the penalty of sin, which is death. But what has God done? John 3.16. For God so loved the world, that he gave us his only begotten son, that whosoever, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, 
but have everlasting life. So, if he has done that, what should you do? John 1 12. For as many as believed him, wow. and I'm talking about those who received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Wow. Now, Michael, that is it. That is all you should tell people. Tell them. And no, no, no. They have sinned. They are going to pay for the sin. But God has made provision. Accept the provision. Four things. That's it. And no, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. You either preach, depending on who you are talking to, you are preaching about the love of God, you are preaching about hellfire, you are preaching about whatever it is, because some people they need hellfire messages. About the love of Jesus. But the way the thing the person is going to is not the time to come and condemn the person. But the way they are hard. You have to tell them you are going to hell. <laughs> Preach. Hey, my time is up. Number three, the Great Commission is a commission to go to all the world. It is not just your house. Acts 1 8. He said, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and even to the uttermost part of the earth. Acts 1 8. I'll say, Now, open up to me. Outsiders, are you listening to the preaching? Maggie, you are also outside. You should say yes. <laughs> Listen. Everyone must have a mind that the gospel is not just in Jerusalem, but it should be in Samaria, it should be in Judea. And it should be to the uttermost part of the earth. We must go to Kunka. We must go to Binsre. We must go to Dechiwa. We must go to Enyinem. We must go to Nyameso. We must go to Pomposo. We must go to Akaporiso. We must go to uh, Pitikoko. We must go to every place and preach the gospel there. If I was preaching that I see you driving a car and building a house, you see how people will be diving and jumping. But as I said, we are going to Epitikoko. We are not going anywhere. We are here. Number four, the Great Commission it's a commission to every creature. Jesus said, preach to every creature. Does that include animals? I don't think so. Souls lost in sin and depravity are like pitiful creatures that need help. 
struggling in the ocean of desperation are the creatures that Jesus is talking about yeah. Yeah. There are people who are doing prostitution, standing by the wayside, and they are waiting. When a car is coming, they will pull their skirts small like this. These people are pitiful. They need the gospel. There's a drug addict somewhere, somebody sniffing cocaine, somebody who is in a terrible situation, he needs a word of God. One day somebody wrote a poem, he said, a soul is a soul and is precious to God. He may be a fisherman, but he's precious to God. He may be a prostitute, but he's precious to God. He may be a weed smoker, but he's precious to God. He may be a drunkard, but he is precious. Put your hands together for Jesus. He's precious. He may be a lady who is born one, but is precious to God. He may be a lady moving from people's husband, one husband to the other, and going from left to right, but is still precious to God. It doesn't matter who the person is. Preach to every creature. Preach to every creature. We used to sing a song. People don't sing such songs as we must work while it is day spreading the word of God as we walk along the way. We must witness to everyone we meet and in every song we sing we must tell them of a soon coming king. It's a song we used to sing. All these chorus they know they don't know these songs. All the songs we know. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. So don't let me go. And but not, we must witness to everyone we meet. And in every song we sing, we must tell them of the soon coming king. He said, he said, we must work while it is dead. Oh, spreading the word of God as we walk along the way. Oh, we live oh, to do his will. Oh, spreading the word of God 
till it reaches to every hill. We must witness to everyone we meet and in every song we sing. We must tell them of the soon coming King. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. There are many jobs in God's vineyard for all of us to do. We must witness to everyone we meet and in every song we sing. We must tell them all the soon coming King. Harold, you are getting married though, but you must witness to everyone you meet. Speak to every creature. And finally, when you take this great commission, signs and wonders will follow you. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. Now, this one is something you must be excited about. I thought you were going to clap your hands and be excited. Tell somebody, signs and wonders will follow you. Isn't it amazing that we have turned this whole thing round? Instead of signs and wonders following us, we are rather following signs and wonders. We are looking for signs and wonders. We are going round looking for prophets, one prophet to another, so that I can get a sign and a wonder. But don't you know that the Bible says when you preach the gospel to every creature, signs and wonders, signs and wonders, they will be following you. I see signs and wonders. Oh. Only three people receive. As for this side, they are not receiving. But this side, receive it in the name of Jesus. It's not just about singing going into the world, going to the world. It's not just about that, but it's about going. When you go, as you take the step to go, as you go and preach the gospel, signs and wonders. Jesus. He said you will speak with different tongues. Banda. It's a language that the devil doesn't understand. And he will not want us to speak it. Just as the military people have their code, Senko, Senko, one, two, three, four, and they are saying certain things they don't understand. We do in the spirit. When we begin to speak in tongues, the Bible says that he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. He said, no man understandeth him, but how be it in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. Because 
Mysteries. Mysteries. Today, a lot of people don't speak in tongues. A lot of people in the church don't speak in tongues. Why? There is something wrong. Jesus said it. In, in Mark 6, 16, 15, 16, 17. He said, you will speak with different tongues. And that is the signs and the wonders that must follow you. Speaking in tongues is a sign and a wonder. A sign and a wonder is not when you have a car. What is a car? What is a car? They shall speak with new tongues. People wonder what you are saying. They don't even understand. The demons, they don't like it. Because sometimes when you are speaking in tongues, you are throwing arrows at them and they cannot stand it. Because they can't understand what you are saying. They are confused. That is a sign and a wonder. I pray that you have a desire to speak in tongues. Number two, he said they will cast out devils. These days you feel people calling, calling, mobile. Hey, Safway. Hey, Mesudae. Nami Safway. I had a dream. I said, I saw a cat wearing slippers. I said, one day I was just listening to one of these radio stations. And somebody called. He said, Hey, man of God. I had a dream. He said, I said, What were you doing in the dream? He said, I was eating. What were you eating? I said, I said, it's a palm no soup. A bank wine. Palm no soup. Now that's it to one of them. Now you are. Brother, how's it here? Come, come, come right now. Who problem the door so? Come and see me. Hey! You have a big problem. <laughs> Somebody say a bank wine. Say palm no soup. A bank wine. Who problem the door so? If it's palm no, then you have a big problem. But you see, the Bible says that these signs shall follow them that believe. Trust says, If you had a dream and you saw a cat wearing chalote, you wake up in the morning and say, Come on, in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit, I cast you out of my house in the name of Jesus. But today's case, we don't cast out demons. We are just there, cool. When you go to somebody's house and meet a problem, Cast out the demon from that person. He said, you shall take up deadly things. And they will not hurt you. Yeah. Me nowadays, I can't go to my hometown. It's because you are not preaching the gospel. You see, the gospel is also part of the armor of God. Bible says that wear the shoes for the preparation of the gospel. When you wear the shoes, you are protected. The devil cannot get you. He said, you shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. The paracetamol is too much. The 
The antibiotics are too much. It's time for the church to believe that we can lay hands on the sick. You see, the people are watching me. This it is not possible. I said it's time for you to lay hands on the sick. And as you lay hands on the sick, may they recover in the name of Jesus. You go to somebody's I say, I have corona. He said, Corona, no problem at all. Come here right now. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I remember one time my wife told me, she said she had a message like this. And they said, you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So when she went home, she saw that the cat that was in the house, the cat was walking in some kind of way. And she said, and he saw that if I cannot lay hands on people, at least this one I can do it in my house. Nobody will know. <laughs> so she pulled the cat and laid hands on the cat and spoke healing. The following day, the cat that was walking like this, he saw that the cat was walking like this. May you lay hands on the sick and may they recover in the name of Jesus somebody give the Lord a shout amen these signs we are not getting it because people are not going we are not experiencing these things because nobody is going why don't you come for evangelism why don't you go speak to someone? This week we are continuing our evangelism. Saturday we are going to our area. Whichever area you live, connect to your pastor. This man here is in uh, where is one Joseph? Joseph, where is he? Right. Now, this man here is in zone 6. He's got Pastor Richard. Zone 6 zone six is from Wawasi up to Brahababome uh, Pomposo. All that area is zone 6. This man is there. If you live in that area, see him. He'll make you join the zone and then we are going to go out. This one is Pastor David. He is in zone 4. Zone 4 is Gausu, Gausu extension, Nyamiso, BDM, Precious, all that area. He's there. If you live in that area, see him. This man here is in zone 3. was zone 3. This is Manguase Stadium, Estate. Uh, I like that place. No, 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 no. Abom. And Bongobri. All these areas, if you live in any of these areas, see this man. He's called Pastor Innocent. This man is called Pastor Robert Edu Afo. He is in zone two. Now, it has to do with all these areas up to Chichire and what's the other thing? Nyame Bechere. and all those areas going to. That dream and that other place, um, the school. I could carry all that. This man 
is in charge. And then finally, zone five. Now zone five. This is Pastor Bernard. Zone five is a new name. Uh, Bruno. Bruno. Sam Jonah. Hossi. Damkwa. All those areas, he's there. If you live in any of these areas, please, after church, just walk directly. You, you head your area, move to your pastor. And let's do this evangelism thing. Let's do this evangelism thing. I said, tell somebody, let's do this evangelism thing. Jesus, don't talk again. It's okay, we will do it. We will do it. We will do it. Stand to your feet. Oh, no, 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 May a Juma Merati Say Oh Jesus Oh Sunday Come on Oh no no Hey Lift your hand and say May a Juma May a Juma Merati Oh, lift up your voice and sing. Amerati. Outside, are you singing? Sao Premier. Amitiye. Oh, oh, Sunday. From the very top. Oh, Mayachuma. Amerati. Medimehuna <laughs> Oh, somebody tell the Lord. I will work for you, Lord. I will work for you, Lord. Yes, Oh, it's Ochre here. Ochre. Miss Ochre, who are He's outside. Miss Ochre. He's here. Yesterday we went on outreach. 
He was just running a little something. And I just walked up to him. He had a lot of things to say about church, about pastors and all that. I just listened to him. But I just felt, let me pray with him. Is that a microphone? After we pray. He said something happened to him. Now see BB yell. Now see BB yell. Or think can be. Now see Dennis see here. Okay. Yeah. Ah, the Ben, you know, now see, and you may be shame so. Hmm. Ah, the Empire, no more. Come here, make a sign. Come here, mass. I'll let me cry. So I know that the Empire, no more, you know. Now see, no, mega. Wow. somebody who had made up his mind that he has nothing to do with church. Wow. And today, look at him standing here. Are there many people like him? Who need to hear the gospel? If only you will go. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Lift up your hand and just commit yourself to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. That you will serve him. You will preach his word. You will tell people about him. Whilst we are praying, if you are there, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I'll give my life to Jesus. If you are there like that, lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Lift up your right hand outside. Inside. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, I see your hand over there. I see your hand. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, come to me. Come. 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 Jesus Come. Jesus Come. Come. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus refresh. Refre- 
Lift up your hands. We're going to pray. It's awesome, I tell you. The power of God is so strong here today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Those of you in front, just repeat after me. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Today. Today. I thank you. I thank you. For dying on the cross. For dying on the cross. To save me from my sins. To save me from my sins. Forgive me. Forgive me. All my sins. All my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. For the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Let's pray in peace. Amen. Listen. Now, if you are sick in any part of your body, place your hand there. The Spirit of God. The power of God is said we shall lay hands on so the sick and they shall be healed. Place your hand there. Begin to declare healing over that place right now. Declare it now in the name of Jesus. Wherever you're sick, it may be your head, it may be your, head, it may be your neck. I don't know which area it is. Your eyes. Right now, healing is taking place. Let a keyboard, let a keyboard fill the house. Healing is taking place right now. In the name of Jesus. The power of God is touching you. Be loose from every sickness now. Be loose from every sickness now. We bind headache. We bind stomach ache. We bind any sickness and disease. We curse every work of the devil in your life. Right now, I call for healing. Right now, in your body. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Receive healing in your heart. Receive healing in your body. Receive healing in your spirit. I bind every work of the devil. I declare you are loose from every sickness. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Lord for healing. Thank you Lord for delivering your people. In the name of Jesus. Now begin to thank God for healing right now. Thank God that you are healed. Thank God that you are healed. Thank God that you are healed. Thank him. Thank him. Whatever you couldn't do before, begin to do it. Maybe you couldn't bend. Bend. You couldn't lift your leg. Lift it. You couldn't raise your arm. Raise it. You couldn't turn it this way. Do whatever you couldn't do. God has healed you. Just do it. Do it, do it, do it. Check your neck. You couldn't move it. Now, God has healed you. It's gone. The back pain, check, it's gone. Your eye, that couldn't see well. Check. The Lord has healed you. You are delivered. You are set free. In the name of Jesus. Oh, somebody put your hands together and begin to thank God. Father, we bless you for healing. 
We thank you for miracles. In the name of Jesus. Now listen. If anybody is here, all eyes closed, every head bowed. You came with a sickness, a headache, a back pain, a stomach ache, your arm, whatever. But today, as we pray, the Lord has healed you. Give me a wave. You check. The sickness is gone. God bless you. I see your hand. Let it go up. Yes, God bless you. You have been healed. God bless you. Anybody else, God bless you. God bless you. You have been healed. Oh, wave your hand. Let me see. Wave your hand. Wave your hand. God has it. Now, those of you waving your hand, please come to me quickly. Clap for them as they come. Come, come. Clap for them as they come. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Jesus. Come this way. Come this way. One after the other. Come quickly. What's your name? Sandra. Give her a microphone. What happened to Sandra? Turn this way. Face the... What happened to you? I had a very severe headache. You came with a severe headache. Yeah. But as we pray, yeah. the headache is gone. Yeah. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you. Who else? Quickly, quickly, help me. What happened? Pastor Richard, you can be finding out so that find out from them what is happening. Give us a microphone. Quickly, what happened to you? Then I Obre. Breathe in. Out. In. Out. Any hobium. Put your hands together for Jesus. Paul. This is our brother Paul. What happened? I also have a chronic headache. Chronic headache? How long has it been? For the past two months. Two months. And today, you don't feel it anymore. Everything is okay. Put your hands together for Jesus. God God bless Jesus. What happened to this young boy? What happened? Hey, today the Lord is in the headache business. Healing. Put your hands together for Jesus. Yes. What happened to our brother? Come. Bishop. Samuel. The pain is gone. Somebody put your hands. Now, listen. The gospel that we preach is a true gospel. Whatever the word of God says, it is true. I intentionally call them so that you hear that whatever we are preaching is real. What happened to her? says your friend Hannah. Hannah. how many years? One year. One year. But what happened? Wow. Somebody put your hands together. Give the Lord a shout. Hey. Oh, what a blessing. Was he also healed of something? What happened? Oh, somebody put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for all these ones who are Pastor Robert. See our pastor, Pastor Robert. Please follow him briefly. Clap for them as they go. Oh, show some love. Show some love. Are you not excited? Give the Lord a shot.
some of you you will go home and see that God has done some wonderful thing for you. Next week you will come back with a testimony. Now what she said there will be power Put your hands together for Jesus. And be seated. Ah, your testimony here. I forgot to quickly. Let's take that testimony. Please, there's a testimony. Good. You mention the name. Anita. Anita. Clap for Anita. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, she can be there. Doesn't matter. Mm. Yep. Hallelujah. Amen. Those of you share the sound. Give sound. Me people lead, but my trial several times. I mean, over eight years, but just this year, and I may add on my co-trainer, but just like this month, yeah, and you pass it out. And I, you're posting since so I'm by me, cause I'm proud of it. Wow, put your hands together. What Beautiful. Oh, wow. Because this year, election year, do you so? Father, stretch forth your hands. Let's pray for the Father. We pray for your daughter, Anita. Thank you that whatever you begin, you finish. And I declare that everything you have started in here, you finish it. Nothing can stop it. We bind every sickness and weakness in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God bless you so much for joining this broadcast today. I believe and trust that you have been blessed by this message. We're very excited to also invite you to come and visit with us. Join us in church. Uh, Come and fellowship with us and enjoy the presence of God. It's also a different atmosphere altogether. So we look forward to seeing you. We are located at Kunka. Uh, when you get to the Kunka Junction after the Nanaredu Park, you turn to the right and you'll be coming to the mega church. Ufri Kunka Junction, Utsuyaso, Naodeba Nanaredu School Park, Ogonwa. We believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus two three three five nine one five two four five two two. That's plus two three three five nine one five two four. 522 to speak to Prophet Eddie Faven. Prophet Faven would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Faven is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Faven comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.